When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another one of these breaking editions of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. I'm Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon. We are here because LSU, sneaky LSU, has gotten one of their top prospects on board, Kai Bates, the four-star defensive back out of the Orlando area at Edgewater High School. Top 100 overall prospect is the second top 100 cornerback now committed to play for Robert Steeples. One of the big risers of the spring picked LSU over Tennessee, Florida, Florida State, Alabama, plenty of others. This was a massive recruiting win for LSU for many reasons, Shay. But now you have, dare I say, completed the long rebuild of this cornerback room. You've at least come a long way um, because here's the reality of what went on. When Brian Kelly got here, we called it a multi-year rebuild at corner. They clearly agreed with us because they went back-to-back classes through the transfer portal, adding at least four four guys each time to the corner room. And this season, we're going to see beyond LaTerrence Welsh, who's the only returning cornerback on roster, a ton of these transfers play a big role again. Eventually, you had to move back to recruiting high school cornerbacks, signing, getting them committed and signing high school corners, and then developing them. And they started this class out with Wallace Foster. He's a guy who can play the nickel. He's versatile. Coming out of Warren Easton, one of Louisiana's better defenders. Then they went and popped Jawan Johnson, got him flipped from Colorado. He's entering his senior year. He's a guy we saw over the summer multiple times, Billy. He looks really good now playing corner because he's played quarterback at LCA and he's one of the state's best athletes and just best pure football players on a really good LCA team. He looks like he's ready to transition there. Then they went out and popped Andre Evans, a top 100 prospect overall, one of the best corners in America. He got offered by LSU, Bama, Georgia, a number of schools in a short span. And Robert Steeples and the staff kind of really honed in on him, got the commitment done in and here we are, Billy, Kai Bates, a guy that we both said all spring LSU leads for, entering the summer LSU leads for. When he hit the month of June, I think he went on five, no, he went on five visits, in one of them being an unofficial to Ohio State, but Bama, LSU, Tennessee, which made a lot of noise with their official visit, then LSU being in his final official Whenever we caught up with him in early July, he said, look, I need to take some time to think about things. My mind is all over the place. I just saw five great options, you know, in the span of like 24 days or something. He said, it's tough for me to really say right now where I'm going to go. I want to talk to my parents. I want to talk to these coaches. I want to feel out, really get down to the basics of it, of where do I fit? Who's going to develop me? Where do I want to play? And LSU ends up being the choice. We'll say this, Billy. The Tennessee buzz was very real. Tennessee made a huge impression on their visit. But what LSU proved is they could close. And in these past few weeks, LSU chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. 
Billy, we had to be kind of good at keeping a secret here because this one started to leak out there at the very end, but much like a Javian Toviano is who Kai Bates is and very respectful, doesn't want anything leaking out, wants to be the one to call every coach and tell them, thank you for recruiting me. I'm going to your school. I'm not. He was very deliberate by taking all his officials in June, using July to really think about where he wanted to go, setting a commitment date, feeling good about it, good enough to where he said, all right, I'm going through with it. I'm calling the coaches. I'm letting them know. Then I'm announcing my decision. He brought the suspense, um, but we knew that as long as there wasn't a last second change of heart, this one was going to go LSU's way. And boy, it's time for LSU fans to celebrate because look, I love Jawan Johnson. I think he's also versatile enough to play a couple of positions. And Andre Evans and Kai Bates, you have two boundary corners who now you can rely on and build on moving forward. If they don't sign another corner of this class, I consider it still a home run of a haul, especially given you had to go out of state into Florida and into Tennessee to get guys like Bates and Andre Evans. Yeah, I, I said this in probably May. Yeah, I guess it was Memorial Day weekend when I caught up with Kai uh, for his his kind of run of visits and kind of previewing his official visits. And I left that phone call and I might have said it on the board, but I know I said it to you. I'm pretty sure I said it on the board. LSU has a healthy lead going into the summer. And, and that was just from kind of reading tea leaves, you know, of his comments, how in-depth he was. Um, Robert Steeples just did an unreal job here connecting with everyone in his family. And LSU ended up being the pick. And it makes a lot of sense if you look back over his comments from just kind of basically this whole spring into summer, you know, they really just connected well. He had a great relationship with Robert Steeples, obviously still does, but, you know, they were able to, I think when he sat down and make it, made his decision, he just said, you know what, I kind of go back to my feeling entering the summer and LSU's the pick for me. That's, that's how I feel he kind of ended up landing on LSU and, it's just a credit to, to what they were able to do. You know, Robert Steeples is not the flashiest recruiter, but he's gone into the heart of Texas at a school that, you know, produced a couple Longhorn signees, pulled JV and Tobiano. He went to Las Vegas and pulled Jeremiah Hughes, beat out, you know, a, a hometown basically team in Arkansas for him, gone in and gotten Andre Evans, who blew up this summer. Kai Bates is just the latest. He just connects really well with prospects. And, you know, whether it be his experience as a high school coach, he got a little bit of time with the Vikings there before landing at LSU. He just is very real overall. And he is now, I mean, we were looking at it, what, earlier this summer as we were trying to read the tea leaves of what was going to happen with Kai Bates and saying, all right, you know, he has skins on the wall, but he also, you know, hasn't, he, he had a lead with Kai Bates. He's one you you got to land if you have a lead. Usually, um, that that's a sign of a great recruiter, and I think he's now, you know, cemented himself as one of the better recruiters on the staff. And I've I've been high on him. I think he's a guy that you know is only going to get better as he gets more experience in this recruiting game. And uh, Kai Bates has length, he has size, he's a big kid, almost six two. Um, so I, I just feel like he's got that ability to be you know, one that continues to rise up the ranks. We have him as a top 150 prospect. Um, he's knocking on the door of the top 100 um, overall. He's a consensus 100 to 200 prospect wherever you look for your rankings. Um, 
And I think as a senior, he has a chance to move up even higher, in my opinion, at least. I've been high on him for a long time. Uh, so looking forward to getting to Orlando, Edgewater, one of the top programs in the state of uh, Florida. They went 12-1 and one last year. Um, so he's a winner on, on top of that, too. But looking forward to getting there in uh, early November to, to catch a playoff game of his uh, when they, you know, most likely inevitably make playoffs. Yeah, another great kid here. They think he's a really good fit, too, for – that cornerback room and does a lot of things that Steeples really likes both on and off the field, but elite football player, um, a guy who is knocking on the door of being a top 10 corner in the country is already a top 100 prospect. So you add another top 100 prospect to the class, which if you're an LSU fan, you love to see. I do want to clarify a comment I made. Wardell Mack is ranked as a corner. So when I say if they don't add another corner, I would still consider it a home run. Wardell Max also being recruited largely by LSU as a safety. Now, that being said, LSU knows very well, and Wardell Mack knows this, if he's going to play corner, going to play safety, it doesn't matter. He's going to play wherever it helps, much like a JV and Toviano, versatile enough to do whatever you need. So I, I didn't, not disregarding Wardell Mack. I, adding Wardell Mack is what takes this class to a very elite level. But when we talk about what's next, Billy, I no longer sit here and have to say, boy, you better make a big run at Kobe Black or, man, you've got to make a senior season eval on somebody to get yourself another corner that you feel good about. Landing Kai Bates gives them the targets they wanted because when they went through spring and got into summer, they said, hey, look, we have now gotten Wallace Foster. We flipped Juwan Johnson. We want to go get Kai Bates and we want to get Andre Evans. They went and got both of them. That now puts them right back where they started. The first kid who got the offer, which was Wardell Mack. You can put your focus on him. Yes, you can go recruit Kobe Black. Yes, you can recruit other corners in this class. But if you're on Wardell Mack now and that's where your focus is, when you've already got two top 10 safeties committed and Deshaun McBride and Joel Rogers, this DB Hall as a whole between Kerry Cooks and Robert Steeples would be phenomenal. It would be literally the best that you could ask for given who's available in Louisiana, who you went after nationally. And to your point earlier, outside of Marcus Mescal, and I could be wrong here, I can't remember a player this cycle where people for multiple months said LSU is the team to beat and LSU didn't get them. Mascal going to Florida might have been the only one that surprised us. Bates, a lot of people said, man, LSU led forever, but then here comes Tennessee. LSU did what they had to do to get back in it, buckle down, get it across the finish line. And like you said, at the end of the day, it could also be Bates just saying, hey, look, I visited a lot of schools. I was high on them. But finally, I wrote pros and cons. I'm sticking with what I thought from the start. LSU is the best fit for me. Huge addition. Love what, love it, honestly. I think that this is one of the better corners out there in the country. Legit size, nearing 6'2 already as a, a guy who's about to be a senior in high school. As you see, if you're watching on YouTube, number 12. Uh, cornerback in the country, knocking on the door of being a top 10 prospect in Florida, which is a very big deal. A lot of elite talent, a lot of positions down there. So you did beat out Florida State. He never showed much interest in Florida. He didn't give Miami a lot of interest. It was clear early on he was kind of leaning to going outside the state. And when Bama gets an OV, Tennessee, all these schools, Ohio State gets them onto campus. You're swinging with the big boys, and LSU once again proved that they could get it across the finish line. This was another feather in the cap of the staff, as I think they really start to get into a groove of how they want to hit things on the recruiting trail, focusing in on the biggest targets. And then, 
of course, getting them into the boat. Yeah, uh, I do want to give you credit, Shay, for uh, you know recovering on on the Wardell Mac thing. I think somebody in Bunky was going to throw their computer out the window if if you, if you were setting. That's them up why we have that. Rogue Shop, Billy. <laughs> yeah, that's why we'll get into the Rogue Shop here in a, in a second. But uh, no, I think with Kai, yeah, he look. We heard the Tennessee buzz; it was real, like you said. But I dropped my prediction piece in in the second week of July and. And at that point, and I think by that point, you and I both had had a conversation with him, hadn't heard a firm reason to move off that LSU still very much had a chance here. And I think that just speaks to kind of how Kai went about his process. We didn't hear really throughout that that time that, oh, Kai gave a silent to, to Tennessee. You know, yes, did Tennessee make a huge impression? Absolutely. But LSU hung in there. They kept recruiting him, have some conversations. And eventually he came back to his own decision to end up at LSU. So, um, you know, it was one of those things where this is this is a huge, huge land. Uh, I, I just I know we've said it. I know we've beaten the drum on it, but this is a big addition for LSU in this class. Um, they continue to make big moves uh, to end this month of July. Shay, you know, for a little bit there, there was going to need to be a major promo maybe 50% off for Rogue Shop for some of the LSU subscribers to the Bengal Tiger. I know Richard and Shar jumped in with a 30% off um, earlier this month, but you know, now uh, things are starting to calm down. It's almost like they're, they're maybe going to be ordering through Rogue Shop for some celebratory uh, gummies or celebratory pre-rolls. Um, you can check them out, rogueshop.com, pr- promo code BengalTiger for 10% off. Um, you know, if LSU didn't close the way they kind of have lately, maybe even some pain cream for, for take some of the pain away. But if you have sleep issues, anxiety, stress, whatever, Rogue Shop really has you covered with all sorts of products to use. Yeah, I talked about the cream last week. I did just restock uh, an order for some gummies because uh, with fall camp coming up, we're about to get into a real routine of having to be up each morning, out at camp. Brian Kelly doesn't mess around. He uh, he does the morning camps. He gets you out there bright and early. So uh, I need my sleep to be back regimented. I need to get my summer uh, routine here, or non-routine, I should say, in a way. Uh, so Rogue Shops helped me out on that front. Again, promo code Bengal Tiger. Uh, we've had a ton of people support uh, Rogue Shop. Get on board from the site. So if you're an LSU fan, whether you're a Bengal Tiger member or not, uh, use the promo code Bengal Of course, if you do get online and go to Rogue Shop uh, and make an order, also then pop over to the Bengal Tiger and uh, and join on board with us. We've got a ton coming, uh, as you have seen from kind of how the past uh, couple of weeks have played out. And then with the Bayou Splash event coming up this weekend, Billy, which is honestly, if you circle it, one of the most important weekends maybe of the recruiting calendar. So perfect time before fall camp to jump on Bengal Tiger and also uh, – Get a little bit of Rogue Shop in your life. Yeah, so we will uh, we will continue to uh, run with Rogue Shop uh, as football season approaches and, and the recruiting uh, you know month of July ends. Uh, so jump on board with Rogue Shop. Check them out. Great people over there. Bayou Splash is this weekend, Shay. And look, LSU's on a heater. Tylen Singleton, you know, uh, kicked it off really as of late, uh, but. You know, we just talked about Kai Bates. This is a weekend that if all goes as planned, this could be when we look back on this 2024 class and say, 
this is where it went from good to great. And it's a long way until signing day. We don't know what some of these guys that are coming in will do. But isn't this kind of that make or break weekend you feel like in this class? Yeah, I was kind of curious of what your big thought was here, because as you said, this is a breaking news pod for Kai Bates, but we also did want to give some thoughts on the Bayou Splash, and we're going to have tons of coverage of it. It's on Friday. It runs from about 10 in the morning, pretty much through night. A number of guys are going to stay overnight and hang out on Saturday, but it's a seven-day open, what's called the quiet period, and then it goes dead again. So from Tuesday, which was you know yesterday, through next Monday, you can visit schools. Then it shut down until September. No more visiting schools. No more coaches visiting you. And much like the month of July, August gives kids an opportunity to say, hey, I want to decide before my senior year. And I'm no longer face-to-face with any coaches. I can now think about things on my own, listen to all the pitches they gave me, make my decision from there. So you want to be one of the last teams that had that kid on campus before he goes into decision mode. So for me, one of the biggest storylines is not even an individual player. Uh, It's not, you know, five-star Colin Simmons will be at the Bayou Splash. That's a massive deal. Mine is the kids who are going to announce something before their senior season. And we know that's Wardell Mack, one of the top players in Louisiana, Uh, Certainly one of the highest uh, ranked players left on LSU's wish list. He's within five-star range on on three right now as one of the top 20 players in the country, regardless of position. And they've done such a great job locking up the state. You want to stay hot there. And there's a number of others. I mean, Caden Durham is announcing in the month of August, on August 25th. uh, You'll be at that game, I believe. They play South Oak Cliff uh, in Duncanville's season opener. He'll announce that day. Does Colin Simmons announce before a senior season? It's something that people are certainly monitoring now. There are guys, Jelani Watkins, uh, another coming out uh, of Texas, a Louisiana native, but someone they really want at receiver. All of these kids and others who are going to announce before their senior season, getting them to campus this weekend is for me almost like getting an official visit out of them because you now have gotten some extended time with them you spent some more time around their family with a lot of these guys who are coming in with their parents and you've allowed them to spend time around the commits, the players, the staff, both on and off field staff into the personnel and recruiting department. And it's almost like a full day celebration of, okay, now, you know, this is the fit here. This is the vibe. This is the kind of the culture we have. Are you ready to commit or not? I think we're going to learn a lot coming out of this Bayou splash weekend. And it may not be immediate, But I think that when we look back at this signing class, Billy, you'll be able to say, man, X, Y, and Z were at that event. They ended up signing with LSU. And I bet being at the Bayou Splash played a pretty big role in them ending up being Tigers. Yeah. um, First of all, um, I really do want to be at Duncanville South Oak Cliff, but I'm going to be seeing Andre Evans face off against George McIntyre. Oh, there you go. So um, I'll be in Nash Vegas uh, for that one. So we will – we will have it covered, uh, especially if uh, we hear that we need to uh, be there. We've got some we got some folks up in the DFW area to keep us covered on uh, Duncanville. And um, for LSU's sake, I hope I'm uh, around Duncanville a lot this fall uh, because not only will Colin Simmons and Caden Durham be at Bayou Splash, they'll also have DeCorian Moore, one of the five-star wide receivers in the 2025 class. They'll have JVN Holiday, who uh, is a 2025 defensive back who holds an offer from the Tigers and is looking like a, a blue chipper. So... That Duncanville pipeline, there 
we'll see. Maybe this is the weekend we look back on and we say this is the weekend the the Duncanville pipeline for LSU was made. Um, so that is uh, the big thing that we're watching with the Bayou Splash. I think for me, we look back on last year's and you saw kind of a couple random names. You ended up going elsewhere, but you also saw guys like a JV and Toviano. Um, you saw a Ricky Collins right before he committed. Uh, they did a really nice job having a couple surprises. I think Javon Thomas, the Texas A&M defensive back commit was there. I want to see who maybe a surprise prospect is uh, that's going to be there. Who's going to pop up kind of out of nowhere um, for us to uh, to cover and get reaction from. I'll note this. I think 2025 is shaping up really nicely early on for LSU. And a guy that I'm going to be out to see pretty quickly when fall camp hits is, hey, you know, this is the perk of Brian Kelly and LSU reprioritizing Dallas. And uh, Lamont Rogers, the four-star offensive tackle from Mesquite Horn is expected to be in town. LSU leads the on three RPM um, there. He's a top 50 overall prospect. I've heard some really good things. We talk a lot about 2024, but if you go back to that list of the guys that were there for the 2024 class when they were going into their junior seasons, it was a really good list of guys who are littering that LSU commit list right now. Um, so I think Lamont Rogers could be one to circle when it comes to maybe jump-starting some 2025 buzz around LSU. We know that they've been doing a really good job in Louisiana so far in that cycle. Harlem Berry is going to be in town. James Simon's going to be in town, two of the top running backs in the country, to Harlem Berry being the number one. This is a group in 2025 that has a chance if it shapes up as it looks early on, and that's the crazy part about recruiting. You could see some early targets that – we're there from the get-go and maybe things happen and they don't go LSU's way or maybe LSU prioritizes others, other people. But, you know, a guy like Lamont Rogers out of Texas, a guy like Ja'Cory Watson, who's one of the top wide receivers in the country in the 2025 class, both will be on campus. LSU could pretty much recruit, and I know they're starting to, you know, dip into Florida, Georgia, places like that. But, man, they really seem to be going all in on Louisiana – and really Texas, too, um, to kind of fill up their boat of commitments. They've done a really nice job in DFW. They're trying to turn the wheels in, in Houston again. Well, yeah, you've got big alumni bases in both Houston and Dallas. And, and again, it's, it's a drive for these kids instead of having to hop on a flight, whether if you're in uh, you know Florida or a lot of these out-of-state schools um, along the East Coast or even out West. Recruiting border states with Louisiana is always a good strategy, and we're seeing uh, them hit East Texas very hard. I like your breakdown there on things. And it when you said it, it struck um, kind of a, a moment of clarity here for me that I had skipped over when talking with Collage Cobbins uh, on Monday. And Collage Cobbins is committed to LSU. He's about to be a senior at Destrehan. And he's going to be at the Bayou Splash. And I asked him what he's looking forward to. And he said, man, I'm really looking forward to, like, I know a lot of the guys in the class, but I want to be able to vibe with all of them. And I wasn't at the splash last year. I was out of town that weekend. But he said that's when all the guys in the 2024 class like really started to vibe and get to know each other. So, yes, that is now the 2025 class. If you get Harlem Berry and Simon and a lot of these, you know, 2025 big targets, certainly in Louisiana around each other, you start to build that rapport that they have not just with the staff and the players, but with each other. And the more those guys hang around each other, 
once that one domino drops for LSU and another and another, you see how it unfolds. This cycle is a good example. Guys just keep staying home because they say, hey, I'm buying into the pitch too. I don't need to leave the state to win championships if everyone in Louisiana is going to stay home too. I think that that's a very good point to bring up. You want to lock up Harlem Berry. You want to lock up Simon. You want to lock up a lot of these big names in next year's class. Like Keelan Moses is one that I think ends up at LSU regardless. But there's it's a really, really deep cycle in Louisiana. And it's weekends like this that can kind of give you a nice head start before September 1st gets here. That's when juniors can start getting phone calls from college coaches. And all the out-of-state teams will be all over these guys beyond just offering them you want to have built up a good lead on Louisiana kids and some of these Texas kids before that happens. So uh, I like your pick as well. We're watching guys who are going to announce before senior seasons and certainly watching a lot of these really big 2025 names where you might could come out of the weekend and say, man, LSU has got a significant lead for that kid. Yeah, no question. So Shay, uh, we're going to not get some rest over the next 24 hours now nope. that we've recorded this, but because it is that lead up into what a huge event it is on Friday. But um, look, the live thread is going to get going Friday morning. Uh, that's when the surprises, if there are any, will come out. We'll, we'll be working the phones with sources all day, see how it's going, get reactions from the kids. So subscribe to the Bengal Tiger. Get your Founders Club hat in the mail. Got a couple out this week to some people I know of. Um, this is the time of year to jump on board. Fall camp is here. That recruiting buzz is really just taking off for LSU to close out this month. So don't miss out. We'll have you guys covered all the reactions. So be sure to check it out on thebengaltiger.com. We appreciate all you guys who subscribe to the YouTube channel. Share this video. Give it a like. All of those things. Um, and, I mean, Shay, it's crazy. We're, we're almost through the Bayou Splash and into fall camp, which means football season is here. Yeah, we don't tell them enough. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Send the link to some friends, have them subscribe. And if you're not a member of the Bengal Tiger, head to thebengaltiger.com. That's where all the action really is uh, and where we hang out every day, uh, talking recruiting, talking fall camp coming up. So uh, get on board with us, get your free hat, and then uh, certainly subscribe to the YouTube channel. We appreciate it. Quick note here. I was reminded on the board um, after the Tyler Singleton podcast, I led off with Oppenheimer. Didn't get a chance to give it a review. Um, I, I just want to say, three hours is a long time, but I was locked in the entire time. It was a great flick. Uh, Cillian Murphy is one of my favorite actors. Shout out Peaky Blinders. Uh, just killed it in the role. Um, so if you haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, go check it out. Um, had a blast. So that was the last note. I got reminded by Walt on the board that I didn't even circle back there on Oppenheimer uh, last podcast. You know, I always thought like long movies would be like a Forrest Gump I always considered to be long or like a Pulp Fiction I thought was long. Those are both a shade under two and a half hours. I don't know if I'm ready to commit to a three plus hour movie. In fact, what happens when you do is you miss a commitment. That's what happened to you, Billy. You missed Tylen Singleton. We were having all the fun. You were in there watching the movie. Oh, look, I mean, but it was timely. I was eating my popcorn. So, I mean, it was entertaining, you know, uh, in, in any, in any. Uh, well, fashion. and the title of my thread while you were gone was boom. So <laughs> there's that. Well, appropriate, appropriate on all counts. But yeah, check it out. Uh, Oppenheimer was really good. So um, 
be sure to uh, see it. Let us know your thoughts too in the thread. Yeah, we're out of time, so I don't have time for my review on Barbie, but maybe next time. Oh, did you see Barbie? No, absolutely not. <laughs> maybe next time we'll hear from Shay on Barbie. That would be an epic uh, time. Get, get Emily to uh, take you out to it. All right, that's it, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys listening to the pod. We will catch you guys next time with another edition. And uh, keep it locked on the Bengal Tiger for more.